This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. A few clouds and 54 at the KVOM studios. Today is Friday. It's the 16th of February, 2024. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we've got a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Those are mostly expected to happen before 1 o'clock this afternoon if they come. We'll have cloudy skies, a high in the mid-60s with gusty winds. Tonight, we start out cloudy, gradually clearing up. It'll be blustery. as We get our low down to 30 degrees, and we have winds out of the north at 10 to 20 miles an hour, gusting as high as 30 miles an hour. Sunny on Saturday. It's going to be kind of cool out there. A high of only 46. Saturday night, clear. Low in the mid-20s. Sunday sunshine, high in the mid-50s. Back in the upper 20s on Sunday night. And then for President's Day on Monday, sunny skies and a high of 58. Now, we'll get up to the upper 60s on Tuesday and into the low 70s on Wednesday and Thursday with some sunshine. Right now, a few clouds out, 54 at the KVOM Studios. For Employee of the Day today, something kind of special. Today marks the 25th anniversary of Pettyjean State Bank. So we are recognizing the seven original employees of Pettyjean State Bank. Charles Pinnock, Suzanne Hartman, Paul Ledenfield, Michelle Warren, Brandy McCoy, Karen Brown, and Gwen Massengill. Those are the employees who started with the bank and who remain with Pettyjean State Bank today. Congratulations. Taking a look at obituaries this morning, Sister Lucille Crawford, age 83, died on Friday, February 9th. Funeral service will be Saturday, February 17th, 11 a.m. at Harris Funeral Home, with burial to follow at Mount Vernon Cemetery near Cleveland. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton, and visitation will be tonight from 6 until 8 at the funeral home. Otis Ray Epperson, age 82, of Saugahatchee, died on Friday, February 9th. The funeral service will be Saturday, February 17th at 2 p.m. at Kilgore Cemetery in Birdtown. Now 7.33. Let's turn to news this morning. A few hundred area students, along with dozens of community members, had the opportunity to hear firsthand a compelling narrative of the Little Rock Nine, the brave young classmates who integrated the all-white Little Rock Central High School in 1957. Elizabeth Eckford, a member of the Little Rock Nine, spoke at the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton Thursday as part of the college's celebration of Black History Month. Eckford told the audience about her first day at Central High when she was greeted by a group of protesters and National Guard soldiers who were trying to keep her from entering the school. After Eckford was turned away by the soldiers three times, the protesters surged forward to block the path from where she had come. Those people following me and screaming at me, I kept walking toward the next bus stop. Meanwhile, there were reporters and photographers in front of me walking backwards and asking questions. I didn't say anything because I was afraid that if I opened my mouth, I would start to cry. Because I had heard a man say, let's hang her, get a rope, drag her over to the tree. Other people were threatening me. Eckford was joined on stage by Dr. Sybil Jordan Hampton, a 1962 graduate of Central High and the first African-American student to complete their entire three-year education at Central High. Dr. Hampton explained that she and Eckford represent kids who are just like kids today, living in times of change and trouble. What we did is that we stood up to make a difference. What we really experienced that I think you can relate to 
because we were bullied. And we were bullied because it was felt by the other students at Little Rock Central High School that we didn't belong there, that we shouldn't be there. But our story is so important for you because it's a story of what people did because we were brown like this to keep us from being the best people we could be. UACCM had another event planned to celebrate black history later this month. The college was scheduled to partner with First Presbyterian Church of Moralton on February 29th for a showing of the documentary, We Have Just Begun, detailing the Elaine Massacre of 1919. But UACCM has announced that event has been postponed to a later date and time yet to be determined. Now 736, we have a few clouds out, 54 at the KVOM studios with a 30% chance of rain and thunderstorms before 1 o'clock. Today's high, 66 under cloudy skies with gusty winds. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch at 737. We have a few clouds and 54 at the KVOM studios. Arkansas Educational Services for the Visually Impaired and the Arts Council of Conway County are announcing an extraordinary event taking place April 8th as they welcome Denna Lambert, a blind former graduate of Arkansas Public Schools and NASA representative, to celebrate the highly anticipated solar eclipse. This event, held as NASA's Super Bowl, promises to provide an unparalleled experience for all attendees, especially for blind and visually impaired students. Lambert, currently serving as the Inclusive Innovation Lead for NASA's Early Stage Innovation and Partnership Portfolio, will be the focal point of the festivities, generously sharing her wealth of knowledge and experiences with attendees. A native of Little Rock, Lambert's inspiring journey from Arkansas to NASA serves as a testament to the possibilities accessible to those with determination and talent. The event to be hosted in downtown Moralton will showcase a variety of activities designed to offer tactile tools and hands-on experiences for students to understand and appreciate the solar eclipse fully. Lambert's keynote speech, scheduled for 11 a.m. at the Rialto Community Arts Center, is poised to inspire and educate attendees about the eclipse's significance and the importance of inclusivity in STEM fields. A highlight of the day will be an opportunity for blind and visually impaired attendees to experience the eclipse away from the city, providing a unique and immersive encounter with nature's spectacle. An event Thursday night kicked off the celebration of the 25th anniversary of Pettyjean State Bank in Moralton. The reception at Point Remove Brewing Company brought together the bank's employees, stockholders, board members, and vendors to recognize the bank's trajectory from a startup in 1999 to a company that now has an over 40% deposit market share locally while offering the latest in banking innovations and lending with local decision makers. Bank President Charles Pinnock, who comes from a long line of bankers, recalled talking to his father about the effort to sell enough stock to capitalize and launch the bank in 1999. I'll never forget the telephone conversation I had with my father when I presented him with the idea of starting a new bank. 
He basically said, and this is stuck in my mind, if I could get a commitment for 50% of the required $3 million to capitalize new land, then the rest would come. I got a commitment for 53% just that very next weekend, and most of it came from many of you in the room tonight celebrating 25 years. Haven't we done good? Pinnock says 90% of the stock was purchased by Conway County residents. The bank will have a ribbon cutting this morning at 10, and guests are welcome to come by throughout the day. The event will conclude with a drawing for $2,500 at 5 o'clock. You may register for that prize at the main bank on St. Joseph Street, at the Lending Services Office across the parking lot from the main bank, or at the University Boulevard branch. Three recent traffic stops by Arkansas State Police, including two in Conway County, netted almost 200 pounds of illegal marijuana on Arkansas interstates. A stop of a vehicle on Interstate 30 East in Little Rock Thursday, February 8th, netted 38 pounds of illegal marijuana and led to the arrest of a Texas resident. Later that same morning, state police pulled over a vehicle on Interstate 40 in Conway County. The trooper detected a strong odor of marijuana, and a search of the vehicle led to the discovery of two large bags containing vacuum-sealed bundles of illegal marijuana weighing 62 pounds. The driver, a 44-year-old Nevada man, was arrested and is being charged with felony possession with the purpose to deliver a controlled substance and felony possession of drug paraphernalia. The next day, Friday, February 9th, at approximately 5 p.m., ASP pulled over an SUV on I-40 eastbound in Conway County for a traffic violation. During the stop, a canine alerted troopers to illegal drugs in the vehicle, leading to the discovery of 94 one-pound packages of illegal marijuana. The driver of that vehicle, a 63-year-old Florida man, was arrested and charged with felony possession with the purpose to deliver possession of drug paraphernalia and driving left of center. The Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce helped celebrate the grand opening of the new location of the Abundant Life Pregnancy Resource Center with a ribbon-cutting ceremony on Thursday. The center moved from its downtown Moralton location into a former house located at 1306 North Oak Street across from Harris Funeral Home. Executive Director Melinda Chisholm explained, Abundant Life was born from the pain of her own personal experience and has been saving and changing lives for nearly 17 years. October 1st of 2007, we opened over on Moose Street. And from there, God has just uh, grown this ministry and we've been saving babies since then from abortion. We've been saving mamas from making that decision. We've been helping the mamas who who made the other choice as well to also receive emotional healing. Abundant Life also offers parenting classes with an Earn While You Learn program, STD testing, ultrasounds, and Bible studies for women and men who need emotional healing. Now 742, let's check markets with Kirsten Craddy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, while the retail sales report reveals some softness, consumers are still seeing support from employment conditions. This week's read on initial jobless claims showed that claims fell to 212,000 from 220,000 last week, the best reading in more than over a month. Initial claims fluctuate week to week, but have largely trended in the low 200,000s for the last several months, indicating ongoing health in the labor market, a condition that was reinforced by January jobs gains. 
At this time, job openings and turnover figures show that employment conditions are less tight and we anticipate gradual softness, including lower wage growth, to play out as we progress this year. Incremental layoff announcements also suggest that this will be the case, in our view, though we don't expect a sharp increase in unemployment. Although, we think that the combination of the latest spending and labor market data paint the picture of the economy that is generally holding up, but likely to slow down in early to mid-2024. The Dow closed at 38,773 and was up 348 points. NASDAQ closed at 15,906 and was up 47 points. Volume was heavy as 1 billion shares traded hands on the big board. AT&T was up 18 cents at $17.09. Bank of America was up 94 cents at $34.07. Darren Company was down 20 cents at $364.66. Entergy Corporation was up $1.92 at $100 even. Under Armour was down $0.07 at $8.01. Simmons Bank was up $0.74 at $18.79. Regents Financial was up $0.26 at $18.55. Southwestern Energy was up $0.26 at $6.60. Tyson's Food was up $0.59 at $52.57. Walmart was up $0.69 at $169.29. LiveRamp was down $0.09 at $36.98. Interpublic Group was up $0.68 at $32.40. Nextor Energy was up $1.26 at $57.27. Natural Gas was down $0.21 at $1.58. Precious metals were higher today, with gold being up $11.60 at $2,015.90, and silver was up $0.58 at $22.97. I am Kirsten Craddy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, downtown Marlton. Taking a look at our community calendar, the University of Arkansas Cooperative Extension Service, in partnership with Family and Consumer Science Agents, present the Best Care Child Care Provider Training for child care providers and foster parents in Conway County, Faulkner County, Perry, Pope, and Yale Counties on Saturday, February 24th at 8 a.m. in the Dr. Larry D. Davis Workforce Training Center at UACCM. Now, this training is free, but pre-registration is required, and today is the deadline. You can contact Conway County Agent Shannon Autry at 501-977-2146. That's 501-977-2146 to learn more. Kiwanis Club of Moralton will have their annual pancake breakfast with princesses Saturday, 7 to 11 a.m. at their new location, the Moralton High School Cafeteria. Advanced ticket prices are $5 for adults and $3 for kids 4 to 12. Prices at the door are $6 for adults, $4 for children, and free for kids 3 and under. To-go orders are available by calling 501-889-4008. Mount Pleasant Baptist Church will have Camo Weekend. Saturday, 8 to 5, and Sunday at 10.30 a.m. The weekend includes a Hunter's Education course, door prizes, special church service, and wild game dinner. The Moralton VFW Post 4453 will hold its monthly meeting Saturday morning at 9. The Moralton Adelaide Club's annual dinner and dance fundraiser will be held Saturday at the Knights of Columbus Hall in Moralton. Doors open at 6, dinner at 6.30. Now, tickets for this event were pre-sold. So this is just a reminder to ticket holders. 
The Center Ridge Lodge of Freemasons will meet Saturday night at 7. And the Stony Point Baptist Church Youth Group is holding a spaghetti dinner fundraiser Sunday from noon to 2 at the church on Stony Point Road in Houston, and the cost is a donation of your choice. Well, did you know that you can hear KVOM's News Watch whenever it's convenient for you? It's available on the KVOM Podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or the EAB Media app. You can listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. Or tell your Amazon Echo, Alexa, play the podcast KVOM Newswatch. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 748, we have a few clouds and 54 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, we'll visit with Kevin Van Pelt from the Conway County Extension Service. Eric Tyler is up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswatch with sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Marlton's senior girls and boys basketball teams will both be playing for district tournament championships in the semifinals of the 4A4 tournament in Clarksville on Thursday. The Lady Devil Dogs beat Ozark 43-15, while the boys beat Fountain Lake 58-48. The girls will face Dardanelle in the finals at 5 p.m. Saturday. Lady Lizards beat Mina 56-16 on Thursday. The boys will play Subiaco Academy in their championship game at 6.30 p.m. Saturday. The Trojans beat Ozark 67-43 last night. And you'll be able to hear from girls coach Karen McNabb and boys coach Keith Zachary in our final Marlton High School basketball coaches show of the season at 3 o'clock this afternoon on KVOM. Junior Ayla Holzman scored 15 points and senior Callie Gotsmoner added 13 as Sacred Heart senior girls advanced to the finals of the 1A4 district tournament in Marlton with a 51-37 win over Guy Perkins on Thursday night at Devil Dog Arena. Lady Knights will play Wonderview in the championship game on Saturday at 5 p.m. The Lady Daredevils got 13 points apiece from sophomore Shailen Dockery and senior Riley Gotsmoner in a 42-28 semifinal victory over Scranton. One of these boys are also in the finals. Daredevils beat Sacred Heart 73-43 last night. Freshman Caleb Stobal led the Daredevils with 20 points. Junior Ethan Kelly followed with 16. And Junior Rowdy Warren kicked in 10. Senior Mason Dold scored 25 points to lead the Knights. He'll be the number three seed for next week's regional tournament in Clarendon. The Daredevils will face Scranton in the championship game at 6.30 p.m. Saturday. The Rockets beat Nemo Vista 55-46 last night. Senior Jackson Andrews scored 13 points in the loss for Nemo Vista. Junior Lane Honeycutt and Senior Kelby Bessie scored 10 for the Red Hawks. will be the number four seed for next week's regional tournament. And we'll catch up with Sacred Heart coaches Kyle Duval and Ben McBride in our final Sacred Heart basketball coaches show of the season airing at around 3.15 this afternoon on KVOM. Bigelow's senior girls and boys teams compete in the finals of the 2A5 district tournament tonight at Conway Christian. The girls play Conway Christian at 6 p.m. The boys play Cutter Morning Star at 7.15. 
Marlton's Devin Foster had four points and two rebounds to help the Central Baptist College men's team to a 96-81 victory over UHSP last night in Conway. Marlton's Cheyenne Kemp had four points, one rebound, and two assists for the University of Central Arkansas women's team on Thursday in Sugar Bears, 63-57 win over Bellarmine. The Arkansas Razorback baseball team is set to open its 2024 season today with the start of a four-game series against James Madison. First pick from Ballmarker Stadium scheduled at 4 2 p.m. And the Arkansas men's basketball team looks to bounce back from its loss to number eight Tennessee when the Razorbacks play at Mississippi State on Saturday. Tip off for that game scheduled for 1 p.m. And look at weather on this Friday, and we have humidity currently at 100%. Southeast winds at 9 miles per hour. Barometric pressure 29.9 inches. Low temperature this morning, 52 degrees. High yesterday, 73. A year ago today, the low was 48. The high was 52. Nowhere in the last 24 hours at KVOM total for the year, 10.56 inches. Our sunset this evening is at 5.53. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 6.56. And expect mostly cloudy skies today with a 60% chance of showers by this afternoon. And a high near 66 degrees, then mostly cloudy tonight and blustery, the low of 30 degrees. Sunny tomorrow, only 46 for the high, then down to the mid-20s for the low Saturday night before sunny skies on Sunday and a high near 54 degrees. We'll be back up in the uh, near 60 Monday and mid-60s to around 70 degrees by Tuesday and Wednesday. Right now we have a few clouds, 54 degrees in Marlton, 7.54 on KVOM Newswatch continues in just a moment. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is 7.58 now in KVO. We're going on our close-up interview this morning by Kevin Van Pelt, the agriculture agent with the Conway County Cooperative Extension Service. Good morning to you, Kevin. Good morning, Eric. And we are going to talk, uh, the beef conference is coming up. You've given a wrong date last time you were here, but it is uh, this coming Tuesday, I believe. Is that yes. right? Yes, yes. And that, that is what, in Ozark this year? Yes, at the I-40 livestock auction up there right off the interstate at Ozark. Okay, all right. Uh, We'll be starting at, I believe, 9, 9 o'clock that morning. Uh, I gave the wrong date last time I was in here, so this time I brought the the schedule (laughs) with me. So registration starts at 8.30, and uh, we'll kick off with our sponsors, uh, Farm Credit uh, Services of Western Arkansas, and then uh, we'll have Dr. Maggie Justice, our beef specialist there, talking about uh, EPDs and genetic testing and how to use those in selecting uh, cattle. And then um, also our economist, Dr. Ryan Loyal, will be there. And then uh, Dr. Jeremy Powell, who's one of everybody's favorites from, uh, from the Fayetteville campus, will also be on the program. So it, it should be really good. Yeah, really informative, I'm sure. It's good. Uh, good information there for our beef uh, producers and uh, 
they there, need to there is a twenty dollar uh, admission fee at the door, okay. but that will include a, a steak lunch prepared by our farm credit guys. Okay, what a deal! Can't beat that. Yeah. And uh, so they don't need to register ahead of time or anything. No, uh -huh. All right. so they're gonna show up uh, that Tuesday there at yeah. uh, at Ozark. Yes. So. All right, and. Um, if anybody needs more information yeah. about it or interested in it, they can call our office at 977-2146 and yeah. get it for them. All right. Again, that is this coming Tuesday there, the 20th of February. And I guess uh, the time of year, Kevin, people are planting their winter annuals. Is that right? Yes, that's what I've been getting calls about. If, if someone wasn't able to get anything planted back in the fall and, and are, are needing to try to get something uh, to where they can get uh, something established for some early spring grazing. Uh, right now is the window, like in the next two or three weeks, and conditions are really good right now since we've uh, kind of gotten out of the out of the rain period. But um, what uh, what they need to consider is uh, before they do plant, they need to spray Roundup to clean up all the winter weeds uh, because if they if they plant into that. Um, they're not going to be able to handle the competition probably not going to get a stand um, but what uh, what works best planting this time of year is either planting a spring oat a spring variety of oats or a winter variety of oats either one works pretty well uh, the winter oats uh, perform just about as good as the spring oats planted this time um, and then ryegrass uh, is about a thousand pounds per acre yield less but still does pretty good uh, but other than that uh, wheats cereal rye churicale all those uh, require a vernalization period where they have to have so many days of, of cold weather and they just don't perform very well planted this time of year so mm -hmm. the recommendation is either to plant a plant oats or ryegrass or a combination but if they want to plant oats plant about 100 to 120 pounds per acre or, or 25 pounds of ryegrass per acre okay. um, but just keep in mind that um, they're still going to behind be behind what you would normally see planted in the fall so mm -hmm. instead of having uh, uh, having it to where it's ready to harvest by you know April 20th you may be looking at uh, four to five weeks later okay. um, on on planting right now okay all right still uh, still a good time to do that though for those certain uh, those those certain uh, weeks there all right and uh, so any other events meetings anything coming up we'll have another pesticide training that's not there will be another pesticide training March 5th, March 5th and that'll okay. be the last one for this year here in Conway County okay. um, and then that'll be six o'clock in the evening at the workforce training center at the UACCM campus okay all right anything else for us this there, uh we are have we are planning a beef and forage conference up at uh, Damascus Mm -hmm. uh, details will follow, but it will be uh, later in the month or in, in March when I get that put together. All right. We'll hear about that, I'm sure, next time you're in. So, all right, Kevin Van Pelt, again, Agriculture Agent, Common County Extension Service, joining us this morning. Thank you so much. Thanks, Eric. Have a good weekend. YouTube 803 now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.